Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all-in-one. Convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Again, and we're going to go a little bit interactive here with a wide-ranging conversation. We'll get to some texts on our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan with over $10 million in new and pre-owned inventory. They're one of the largest volume Ford dealers in the province. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. And you can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Guests on the show receive gift certificates from our friends Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South Downtown Northside and Sherwood Park locations. Bob Stoffer and Brennan Escott with you. Gene Principe coming down the pipe at 135 from Sportsnet. We're working on some things over the next couple of days. So we mentioned already on the show that uh, Craig Simpson uh, would not be continuing with us on Wednesdays. Um, He's elected to uh, take a, a, maybe we'll call, hopefully it's a sabbatical. We'll see where uh, Craig's headspace is at next year. He's a very busy man, obviously. He's been a terrific get for us over the last several years. So I gave a hint as to who will be replacing Craig every Wednesday on Oilers Now. And the first hint was, like Craig, a top-end draft choice. Second hint was once a prominent NHL agent with a big-time firm that does not just represent hockey players, but has a massive uh, wing to it that involves some of the biggest stars in Hollywood and that sort of thing. So that's uh, hit number two. We'll do a hit number three. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Out of Las Vegas, Steve, Texas. Bob, don't deselect this. Not a tool. Hated the tool open on the show today. 
I love the Vegas experience. Love tailgating. Love riding a bike. More product, product, product. Bring in a veteran Boston guy. James Neal gets 26. I'm putting a hundy on it. Bob, I heard you had leadership Mach 9 speed with the Strathcona Warriors back in the day. Any truth? That comes to us from Steve out of Vegas. He said he didn't like Tool to open the show? Brandon, can we not give him a little bit more of a, like, how, how do you not like this? me feel young Brendan it's making like it's 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 been like 12 or 13 years since they put an album on, aren't they like it's been a long time and you know what for the four textures who said how awful that was there was about 47 of them that said this was the best opening we've ever had right so there you go like I said can't all be classic rock from the 70s and stopping Tom you know we gotta we gotta be renaissance men if we're gonna host a show like this and have some stuff from different eras, different genres, different generations. It's all cool, man. Here we go. You can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, Mark Spector talked a bit about the Tom and Selmy factor. We've had Tom on the show, I think, four times. We'll probably get him on uh, maybe next week at some point. He's the Oilers' chief operating officer. We talked about the in-game experience. Brad has texted us on our Heartland 4 text line. Here we go. We're get- and we've got hundreds of texts, so we've got a lot to get to. Brad says, Bob, the drumming band in the upper deck and the mascot with his drum in people's faces all game long is extremely lame. Go back to having the team skate out of the derrick, play more rock music, and uh, if the team shows more consistent effort, the building will be loud. That one comes to us from Brad. I will, I will say this. It's quiet in season. It is. Uh, the team hasn't been great. In the playoffs, it was ridiculous. It's it's a booming building come playoff time. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Bob, regarding American young players' culture versus Canadian, this after Jack Hughes saying, I just want to get going here. I distinctly remember Connor McDavid using phrases like, if I make the team before his first training camp from Kevin. Kevin? Out of Valley View, Alberta, you were right. He did say that. I was right there when he said it. There was nothing presumptuous about McDavid's approach, and which was ironic given the fact that he is a true generational talent. Bob, you talked about, out of Rocky Mountain House, Alberta, you talked about Dreisaitl being reserved. Bob, you're a German too, far from reserved. Oh, I know you're BS to everybody and saying that you're Swedish or something. Nonsense from Jim. And the other thing that Jim adds is Swedes aren't as ugly as you, Bob. Wow, that's... Jim's in a mood today. He sent about 10 text messages, and I don't think any one of them has an ounce of positivity. Okay, just to establish, I have a German-Swiss last name. I'm not German-Swiss. Figure it out. I'm not going to share more than that. Technically Norwegian by birth. I don't know. Are there some ugly Norwegian? Are, 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 like, are tiny Norwegians called hobbits? I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not a hobbit. That was a put-down, though, once when I was uh, doing Golden Bears football. They had a, a, a small little tack, uh, uh, end, a uh, rush end, about five foot six, and one of the guys on Simon Fraser called him a hobbit. It's pretty funny. It made me laugh. Uh, maybe you can't do that anymore. Uh, the Moose wants to know, Bob, who, in your opinion, are the top five players in the league right now? 
Uh, would you have Ovechkin in there? McDavid, Crosby, McKinnon, Ovechkin. Who am I missing? Nikita Kucherov. Kucherov. So two Russians. You got to have, do you not have, you kind of have to have the guy who's on the verge of being maybe the greatest goal scorer in the history of the National Hockey League in Alexander Ovechkin. He has to be in the top five, isn't he? Is he not a top five? I mean, he just led Washington to the Stanley Cup. Fire away. We've done that show about 18 times over, but you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oitters now. Uh, more texts coming in out of Grand Prairie. Bob, the Ottawa Senators suck, but their players are excited to be there. Oilers players lack something. The text goes on to say, uh, and one of the worst for not being there is Kara. I liked him two years ago, but last year it seemed like his intensity died when he was on the ice. Probably better to move problems versus getting the solution. FYI, Lucic and Brodziak, uh, in, in the opinion of this texter, uh, were part of the issue. Now, Maroon was a guy that brought something that the team needed. Him and Cassian always uh, brought a smile to my face, and Neil looked like that guy in Vegas. He has something we need, and maybe Smith. And the texter adds, he's a Smith fan. I'll be intrigued to see what Mike Smith brings on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. Unequivocally. I'm going to be very intrigued to see how Mike Smith performs for the orders. Again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Forward uh, text line. Terry says, Bob, is Tyler Wright Craig Simpson's replacement? No. Tyler Wright works for the club as the director of amateur scouting. So the two hints so far, uh, the gentleman replacing Craig Simpson, like Simmer, was a top-end draft choice. And hint number two, once ran one of the largest uh, hockey agencies in the business. Uh, nothing wrong with Oilers fans. Move to Calgary. I, I, how many times can I tell you that Oilers have great fans? They've got great fans, man. Like, you know, the guy who chucks his jersey on the ice once, that, that happens. You know, it did. And the team was bad. And the guy was frustrated. And some would say maybe you shouldn't overreact to, to kissing that guy's butt. But, you know, you got to have uh, a little bit of passion out there. Uh... Lots coming in here. The fans weren't quiet during the last playoff run, 100%. The crowd is all corporate giveaways. Real fans can't afford to go to the game. I don't I don't buy that. I think there's a lot of fans out there that own small businesses. I would not consider them big-time corporate giveaways. There's fans that are teachers that buy tickets and firemen and police officers and uh, there's even some students that buy mini packs and that sort of thing. Out of Grand Prairie, Bob, the Oilers have to bring back the Derrick. Really? Okay. It's about the third or fourth Derrick response we've had. Opening song when the players enter the ice is the worst. Like get some ACDC or something. Anything other than the stuff we heard last year in the past. FYI, music is one of the most powerful ways to get an emotional response other than smell. And I'm not sure what you do there. 
they played ACDC at the beginning of the third period every single home game. Just to iron that out. Maybe by that point, the individual was uh, well on the way to having a pretty good night. You know what I'm saying? On those nights when they were in the building. We'll take a quick time. We can open up the phone lines on this as well. 780-496-0063. This is Oilers Now. Anything you want to specifically... I kind of want to move. I want to get back to the on-ice stuff. As to... We've talked a bit about the opportunities on the you know left wing, maybe, but... Who do you think is going to be more impactful, Gaetan Haas or Joe Kim Nygaard? Because initially I would have thought it was going to be Nygaard. Then I saw Haas in a couple of and trade to see what he's going to do. And no, I don't want at this stage discuss fourth-line wingers in Bakersfield. Though I would suggest to you that Anthony Peluso, who is here on an AHL deal, he's in town, I think he's going to play three or four preseason games. And Edmonton's at 48 contracts. You never know. Maybe there's a need for a guy like that. Do you think there's a need for, like, Brendan, is that is that a concern anymore? Like, with Milan Lucic in Calgary now? Do you think the Oilers have any concerns with toughness now that Lucic is gone? It depends who you ask. I personally don't believe that they have concerns with toughness if you've got Kara, Nurse, and Zach Cassian suited up every night. Yeah. But I seem to be in the minority of that. 780-496-0063. With Lucic gone, do the Oilers have enough toughness? We'll hit on that topic when we return on Oilers now. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630. 120 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We're going to get into it kind of, sort of, but maybe not. So just to, just to verify, Milan Lucic is, I mean, the Oilers had Patrick Maroon and Lucic in the lineup a couple of years ago when they had Cassian, when they had Nurse, when they had Gabriel. They had lots of toughness. I would even argue that I thought Edmonton maybe should have used it more against Anaheim in the series back in 1617. Okay? So Maroon's been moved on, and I know there was lots of appetite to bring Maroon back in here. I think there was some concern from the Oilers about speed. Lucic has been traded for James Neal. Neal is not a timid player in any way, shape, or form, but he's not going to be going looking for it. So the question I ask is, are the Oilers tough enough? And, Brendan, you're quite emphatic with your position. And we should tell people that we have a little bit of a glitch currently taking place that affects our ability to uh, update text. Because I know there's people texting us at 630, 630 in our Heartland 4 text line. But you're of the belief that it's less relevant than ever before and won't be an issue. Yeah, absolutely. And look, you look around the league right now and you tell me what team has some one big, intimidating guy that is a difference maker every game. That's not how you get it done anymore. That's archaic, in my opinion, Bob. But you look at a team like St. Louis or Boston, pretty good examples of team toughness, which I think is what Ken Holland's going for here. You're not going to need a guy like Josh Archibald to drop the gloves every night. That, that, again, is so Actually, he had one of the best fights in the league last year. And I believe that he's fully capable, but that's exactly what I'm saying, is if you get a roster of guys who play with a little bit of grit, James Neal's another one. You mentioned the other ones earlier. You don't need to have one policeman. That's not the point anymore to me. Yeah, well, it's... and and, All right, so I'm going to say something that I rarely say on this show, since everybody accuses me of being a know-it-all. I don't 100% know what the right answer is at this stage on that front, Brendan, because I still believe there may be situations in which, like I look back at what happened with the Oilers and the Ducks back in 2016-17, and I didn't think the Oilers went old school enough during that series. Like you're up 6 nothing in the second period of game uh, six. You've obviously won the game. Why not waste one on a guy like Ryan Kessler, who had been leaning on Connor McDavid, Right. 
Like if ever there was a time to send a message. And don't forget, they had that incident in third period where, and the Ducks had toughness. Like Josh Manson had fought Lucic a couple times when Manson was with, uh, or when Lucic was with LA. So the Kings, or the Ducks could match it a little bit. You know, Nick Ritchie was a big body. Um, we had the battle of the uh, the Woodridge, right? The two uh, the two Italians going at it. Drake Cajula against Andrew Cogliano. Remember that? <laughs> I do remember. I that. had a couple of lightweights. Yeah, it was pretty <laughs> funny. But it, we, we so in the right corner in the third period, we had a little bit of a tete tete, and I don't know if the Oilers necessarily took full advantage of it. So I'd like to know from you. And again, you can text us at six thirty six thirty, and I'll all come over in after one thirty, or reach us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero. Six three, uh, is is I don't know if the Oilers did enough that night against Anaheim, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know if it's going to matter, and maybe we'll find out against Calgary. Who knows? Team toughness, K Jam on line one. What do you think? Well, I, the thing about the team toughness that I'm concerned about would be uh, located in, in players that can play in the top six, players that can play on the same line as as McDavid and Nuge and and respond in time, you know, and not, not, uh, not having to wait, you know, uh, six or seven minutes to get the right players on the ice to try to manufacture a response, somebody who can respond in time. Now, Zach Cassian obviously is a guy there, but, I mean, like, that's one, that's one player in the top six, maybe even arguably in the top nine. Would you disagree? All right. Uh, they played Cassian with McDavid and Dreisaitl, and they're going to play with Neil with Nugent Hopkins. You don't think that's... Those guys is, like is, is Neil is Neil the guy is Neil that kind of guy though I mean like I, I know Neil um, doesn't back down for from it, for things from himself but I, I'm not really sure I've seen a whole lot of evidence that that Neil's the kind of guy that goes goes and responds uh, you know for for teammates you know away from the play that he's directly involved in you know I'm not I'm not sure I've ever really seen him you know jump into the foray before Pittsburgh and Philadelphia playoff series Neil was heavily involved in that one. That's going back five or six years, but I recall he was he was an agitated player in that series. I mean, that's where Crosby, I think, had just come off the concussion at that stage and got into it with uh, Claude Giroux and James Neal was involved. Uh, Hartnell so, was involved. So if the temperature gets high enough, yeah. he's there. But 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 if it's if it's something that's sort of like not not been building, something that just happens. I mean, like like I said, like I think that Cassian is the kind of guy who's who's who seems to be for the most part. I mean, like I've seen instances where maybe he was a little more disengaged, but for the most part, I've seen that that he's a guy who's engaged in in the situation, no matter no matter what. He's hey, right there. Hey, yeah, like for that's, the most part. Let's face it. Zach Cassian became a cult hero in Edmonton when they were playing Arizona the year that the and they were playing the uh, it was the year the Oilers finished with 103 points it was early in the season the father's trip yeah. and Hendricks got uh, popped I think by Ekman Larson and Cassian went in there and flattened him into the boards turned around dropped yeah. his gloves and said which one of you blanks wants it from that oh, yeah, point no. on Zach Cassian was a cult hero in this city right like they, they, forget about what happened with Sam Gagne he was one of us. That's how fans saw him from that point on. And I think that that's how Zach Cassian helped see himself after that. When he saw the response that he got from that, I think that sort of helped him to find, you know, hey, this is how this is how I'm going to play, and I'm going to I'm going to get things done like this, and it's going to be it's going to work out for me. All right, K Jam, thanks for your time. Say hi to Doctor Bob. 
I will. Thank you. You bet. You can text us at 630, 630. Uh, we got a raft of texts that have come in here. I knew this was going to happen. Drake and Andrew fight was pretty cheesy. That one comes to us from Brian S. You can text us at 630, 630. Uh, Jimmy says the Oilers are not team tough, and other teams uh, trade for players that way. They've got a couple strong players, but the team is not strong as a whole. That one comes to us out of White Court. Uh, hmm. 36% of the Oilers' home scoring happened in the third period. On the road, that number was reduced to 25%. It must have been the ACDC. Did somebody actually look that up? That's impressive if they did. Uh, this text comes in out of Red Deer. Lucic is tough, but doesn't want to play the tough guy role anymore. He's buddy buddies with the players in the league. And either uh, Ryan Gesloff got away with murder in the 2017 playoffs. Zach will take over for uh, Lou. That comes to us from Greg in Red Deer. Uh, the Haas says, Bob, whatever toughness Lucic brought will be far easier to find than the goals he failed to produce. Also, toughness is never worth $6 million per year. Uh, out of Slave Lake, all I want is for somebody on the team to beat the snot out of anybody who wants to take shots at Connor like Drew Doughty did last year. That one wasn't answered. That one upset me too. Like he, and what upset me is I kind of laughed about it, and it was kind of an accidentally on purpose thing with Drew Doughty. I don't know. Maybe the owner should have signed Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton strung Drew Doughty out and taught him a real lesson one time uh, a number of years ago. 128 in Edmonton. We're not going to be able to get to Fred or Bill in this rack of calls here, but we're going to go off to a global news weather traffic update, and then we're going to bring in Gene Principe. He's a, we'll get him to, to handicap a rematch between Andrew Cogliano and Drake Kajula. Uh, we'll get him to share some thoughts on a bunch of other things. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.